This is a Rooster Teeth production. Everyone and welcome to another episode of Annual Pass. This is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks, rides, attractions, shows, you name it. If it happens inside of a theme park, we will talk about it here on Annual Pass. I am your host, Jack Patillo, and joining me today in the co-host seat is a brand new face you might not recognize. Hopefully you do recognize. It's Miss BK. Hi, BK. Hello. What is up, Jack? I'm so happy to be here. I know. I'm so happy to have you. If you're, if you're, if you're curious as to where Jeff is, he's actually, uh, he's he's indisposed right now. He wasn't able to make it into this illness stuff. So uh, he'll be back. Don't worry. He'll be back in a future episode. But we have BK joining us, and you're going to be another co-host for the show. Yeah, I'm excited. Someday, you know, you decided to ask me to be a part of this uh, for very good reason. Yes. I mean, yeah. our first interaction was literally me not knowing you had a theme park. Yeah. Podcast, yeah. geeking out about podcasts. So. Yeah, that was pretty nice. Like the first time we actually saw each other face to face, we were just nerding out about theme parks. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I have this little show called Annual Pass. And so we were talking about, you know, getting some getting some more voices in the show. And we thought, hey, BK would be perfect for this. So yeah. welcome to the show. I'm very excited to have you on. Are you pumped? Are you nervous? Um, Maybe. I mean, legends. I got two papas. This is like the <laughs> Rooster Teeth dads. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. I'm excited. Any chance to geek out about my passions, I'm, I'm in. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff we've already done you know over a year of annual pass already and uh, i asked you because i wanted to have on this first episode with you in it i wanted to do something that you were a fan of and you said something wild to me (laughs) absolutely crazy i I was like what is your favorite attraction at a theme park and you came back with mission space (laughs) really of all things mission space so short story though Uh um my grandma used to have a magazine for florida coast living so we got press passes i actually got to write on mission space during the press tour where they had like a bunch of astronauts there and the g-forces were like really 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 high <laughs> like three times as higher than oh they gosh. were it was wild and i had a space thing so anything that like made me feel like i was going into space i needed to be a part of it okay so. yeah you're someone into space and theme parks yeah. we're gonna get along very very yes. well it should be a good time so we'll we'll go into your your love of theme parks and uh and mission space in particular <laughs> in a future time but uh you send me a list of stuff that you're into mm-hmm. and, and you threw out one thing well, well we'll talk about it a second but real quick do some housekeeping here uh first of all thank you very much everyone for listening and watching right now now, don't forget, you can watch over at YouTube.com slash annual pass, and you can see that BK and I are both wearing the exact same shirt because that's how we roll. Uh, also, grab that shirt at store.roosterteeth.com. It's really nice. We have the, the Pride collection going nice. on right now in the store, including a whole bunch of annual pass. They dropped three annual pass shirts They're so for cute, Pride by Month, the way. which was like... I, uh... I, I was I was shocked. I was like, okay, maybe we'll get one or two. He's like, no, 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 here's three. Yes. Like, okay, sweet. And so I uh, grabbed that over at store.rootseat.com. Follow us on social media as well. Annual underscore pass on Twitter and on Instagram. And now, BK, you're here. You can help me with our social media stuff because yeah. you're going to teach me TikTok and we're going to get oh, TikTok. Oh, it's going to be like great. Crazy. My body is ready. <laughs> Dude, TikTok is not ready for Papa Jack. I'm oh, just no. saying. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty intense. So uh, anyway, uh, that list you sent of stuff that you wanted to go over, uh, there was one thing on there that we had hinted out in the past. Mm-hmm. We have done an episode on "Honey, I Shrunk the Audience," which okay. is a, a fun, fun show. It's gone now, but it was a fun show out at Epcot. It kind of scattered all throughout the uh, the planet. But before that, the precursor to "Honey, I Shrunk the Audience" was a little show by the name of Captain EO. And so, uh, for those of you who don't know Captain EO, let me just let me just pitch this idea for you. 
It's a movie directed by Francis Ford Coppola, written by George Lucas, produced by Rusty Limerand, who did a whole bunch of stuff, composed by James Horner, the guy who did Aliens, Willow. He did he did the uh, Somewhere Out There song from American Tale. All of these people starring Michael Jackson in his prime, coming off of Thriller. And they decided to do a theme park show. <laughs> I, I mean, it's brilliant. Honestly, yeah. I think anyone who got that pitch, if they had said no at yeah. the time, would have been an idiot. It's uh, not only that. So this this thing came out in 1986. The original cost was somewhere between 20 and 30 million dollars for a 17 minute movie, which at the time. Uh, so it was the most expensive film ever produced on a per minute basis. I think that's changed now. I'm sure James Cameron has blown that out of the oh, water. But sure. <laughs> at the time, it was over $1.76 million per minute of film. And if you watch this thing, it's you can tell. You can, you can see all the money because oh, there are sure. so many crazy sets. So many people worked on this. ILM worked on it. Actually, um, I uh, my friend Kevin over at Defunct Land did a great, great uh, documentary on on this thing. And uh, and he was talking about how the the Imagineers over at Disney were actually a little upset because George Lucas brought a lot of his guys in. Uh, okay. And they were like, what the hell, George? Like, this is our park. We should be doing this stuff. <laughs> and um, yeah, so th there was some uh, animosity between the Imagineers at Disney and the people who actually worked on this. Well, I so. can imagine. Imagineers are... They're like the cream of the crop. So yeah. it's like, hey, yo, chill. You don't need to bring no people in here. We got this. We got this. But come on. You can't yeah. say no. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola coming off the Godfather to go and direct a basically a long music video is what it comes basically down to. Basically the labyrinth, but take out David Bowie and yeah. put in Michael Jackson. And Angelica Houston. Yeah. Thank it's, you. Yeah. It's uh, if you can you can watch this thing online right now and it's. It's a little dated. It's a little it dated, I gotta say. It's you know, at the time, I'm sure, it was blowing people's minds. And one cool thing about this it was it was really the the first show uh, that it was a 3D movie, mm -hmm. but also incorporated stuff that happened inside the theater. So it actually yeah. included like lasers and smoke effects and some like you know physical effects in the theater. And so th really, this was the first 4D film, is what they're now called. Like the uh, you know the Muppet the Muppet Show over in uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios is like that. Re pretty much you know any any sort of theater, any 3D show like the Shrek attraction, um, you would see those like those effects now. That's just commonplace. But mm -hmm. at the time, this was the first time they had done it. So that's kind of cool. No, that's awesome. Um, let's see here. Michael Jackson was a huge fan of Disneyland and it's Disney in general. Obviously, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, he has some issues with him, but he was very much a kid forever, like, you know, a kid trapped sure. in an adult body. He loved going to the theme park. Supposedly, he went there up to five times a month in various disguises. I love that. Can you imagine that? Pre pretty oh. wild. God. Uh, so he was approached by Imagineers and uh, Michael uh, Michael Eisner had just started as CEO at uh, Disney and they were trying to sort of update things and they wanted to bring in more kids and more teenagers. And so they're like, hey, Michael Jackson's the hotness right now. Let's do something with him. And they pitched a whole bunch of different uh, different attractions to him, a different show. They knew they wanted to make some kind of movie with him. Um, and they threw out a whole bunch of ideas, including one where he was going to play Peter Pan. <laughs> which uh, he loved that he idea. Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so apparently that was like Michael's big thing. He wanted to do that. Yep. But when they were looking at the park, uh, they had already selected this theater inside of Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. So they're like, we need to do something more kind of future-based, sort of sci-fi-based. And so Peter Pan doesn't really fit in Tomorrowland. No, but uh, Cyberpunk Peter Pan sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, well, I don't think Cyberpunk existed back in the 80s. I don't know. I mean, I think Captain EO defined it. I mean... Uh, kind of. I mean, sort of that sort of the, the mishmash of yeah. stuff. Yeah, the, some of the, the robots in that were definitely kind of... <laughs> 
just kit bash together. Um, so the, uh, you know, obviously they ended up in Tomorrowland and they sort of changed the, the pitch to be more of this future thing where, you know, Michael Jackson was Captain EO who was piloting a crew of misfits and going to a planet to uh, help or he was delivering a gift to the queen there who was uh, very evil, very, uh, very made up Angelica Houston floating by some crazy cables. Looking GLaDOS vibes. Yeah, yeah. Looking very Borg-esque. I don't know if you ever watched Star uh, Star Trek, but uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of very similar Borg things in here. And it's funny uh, watching it too. So ultimately, obviously they land on the planet and uh, they're, you know, they get attacked Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of the traditional 3D effects where they're like poking sticks at the screen and things. And it's like, oh yeah, there's. There's the gags, the 3D gags. Gotta love that. Uh, this opened actually at Epcot first, uh, out in Florida on September 12th, 1986. And then at Disneyland, September 18th, 1986. Tokyo Disneyland, March 20th, 1987. And then a while later at Disneyland Paris on April 12th in 1992. And that was actually an opening attraction for Disneyland Paris or Euro Disney at the time. Wow. So it opened with the park. They believed in it that much. I mean, I believe in it that much. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's It's... <laughs> There's something about being one being in a theater with music mm-hmm. from the legend himself, mm-hmm. but being immersed into the story. I don't know. I am I am someone who loves practical effects. I love that whole labyrinth, dark crystal vibe, oh, yeah. black crystal. Um, so like seeing that on stage, and I'm at Disney. I was like, I never thought I'd live long enough to see <laughs> Michael Jackson in a park. Obviously, because I yeah. not a product of the '80s. Mm-hmm. However, it, the show did come back when I was old enough to visit it. So yeah, it was really yeah. awesome. Yeah. So obviously, this thing opened up uh, in the 80s and actually shut down so it shut down at epcot in july 6 1994 it shut down in tokyo disneyland september 1st 1996 uh april 7th 1997 at actual disneyland and in paris august 17th 1998 so it shut down throughout the you know the late 90s uh across the whole thing as because you know over time really people they enjoyed it it was a cool show but it was it, 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 you know, you see it once, you really don't need to go back and see it again. You're so it kind of it had a tail. The audiences started getting smaller and smaller. And like, all right, it's time to time to update it. And then you know, Disneyland is kind of a it's a, it's a living document. You know, things 100%. change. They added new stuff, and these were all replaced actually by Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which is a fantastic three D show. Oh yeah, too. Uh, and they actually updated the theater as well a little bit for it. But uh, the uh, the cast, man, the cat. Looking at this cast, it's so Michael Jackson obviously is Captain EO, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Angelica Houston, who's fantastic. Fantastic. She is the supreme leader, which they couldn't even give her a name. They just called her the supreme leader. They did. They did. Do you think like when she like when she was born, her, her parents were like, oh, what are we going to name her? Mm, supreme leader. Supreme leader. Yeah. First name. One name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, Dick Sean is Commander Bog, who appears right at the beginning of the movie. He's this sort of floating head who's, mm-hmm. you know, Captain EO's commander. He's reporting to. Uh, this guy actually, he, uh, Dick Sean was a comedic actor back in like the fifties and sixties. He's older. He's obviously older than this. Um, I know him as Sylvester and it's a mad, 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 mad world, which I I'm assuming you've probably never seen that. I've movie. heard of that title though. Okay. 100%. Have you, have you heard of, ever heard of rat race? Yes. It's basically what rat race was based off. Okay. Of. Okay. Yeah. A uh, fantastic film pretty much starred every major actor in like wow. the forties, fifties and sixties. And so he's hilarious in that. And, uh, you know, they brought him in. And actually, there is a behind the scenes making of Captain EO mm-hmm. starring Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. She, like, oh. she narrates the whole thing. And you can see a whole bunch of his outtakes. Like when they were recording it, you could see him doing his bits. And there's a lot of stuff that did not make the final cut that you can hear in the it's behind 17 the scenes. minutes. I don't know how much is making in this. Final yeah. Cut. You know, he's in it for maybe 15 seconds. Yeah. But, you know, you get a, a couple minutes to him, including at some point there's hot dogs he's talking about. It's like no hot dogs in space. And it's like. Okay, okay. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I would. Would you bring hot dogs in space? Would that be out of all 
the items I could take into space, hot dogs would not be the first no. on my list. No. You, you go for like the, the freeze-dried food or something? I don't want a hot dog in space. Know, pizza rolls in space, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. That'd be, you gotta get careful because those this things can know, break open. Could break and then it's over. It's really hot. There. You get like grease in there. A hot dog is nice and self-contained. It's like a... No, you can hold but it. No and, condiments. Uh, you can put some condiments on there. Well, I want the condiments. You just put the condiments on the bread, then put the hot dog on hot, hot dog on what, top. What is a hot dog but a sandwich? Oh God, we're gonna get to this debate. <laughs> Not today. Not this. I podcast. can hear the comments already <laughs> blowing up about this. Uh, Tony Cox is Hooter, <laughs> which was Hooter. Yeah, Hooter. Uh, yeah, of course it's for it's. You can tell it's very much made for kids. A lot of fart jokes in this oh, thing, my which goodness. was. Hooter just kind of runs around and bumbles around. Farts, um, spits. So Tony Cox is actually, he's a little person who was actually in Return of the Jedi as an Ewok. What? So he was an Ewok. And not only that, but Debbie Lee Carrington, uh, she is Idy. There's, there's I think, Odie and Idy, which mm -hmm. are a two-headed monster thing. Uh, she was an Ewok as well in uh, Return of the Jedi. So That's Debbie Lee so Carrington. Um, let's see, Cindy Sorensen as, as Odie, Gary DePew as Major Domo, and Percy Rodriguez as the narrator. And that narrator, you've heard his voice before. Like, he did tons of, like, he did the, I know he did the trailer for Alien back in the day. He has a oh, yeah. very, very distinct voice, and I love it very, very much. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's wild. Like, the, the number of people, the number of major people behind this thing are, is, is out of control. It's, it's, it, it makes, it makes absolute sense why the budget ballooned as oh, much totally. as it did. I mean, if Michael Jackson comes to you on a Sunday morning and mm -hmm. says, hey, I want you to be a part of this project that I am, <laughs> you don't say no. Well, yeah, and not only that, but it's like, uh, you know, if Francis Ford Coppola or George Lucas are like, hey, we're making something. Like, this is one of George Lucas's first things he did <laughs> after Star Wars. I guess, like, Indiana Jones probably came out by then, but it's like, he was on a pretty decent run, I oh, would yeah. say. And he's like, yeah, let's do a theme park show. And so apparently uh, there were some issues, though. Apparently, George Lucas, they assumed, was going to have much more of a hand in it. And he sort of stepped back after giving the reins to Francis Ford Coppola. And um, he kind of went ballistic with it <laughs> to the point where w the initial cuts of the movie came back. And uh, supposedly the uh, the people at Disney were a little bit nervous because there's a lot of Wait, hip why? thrusting in this movie. What? A lot it's of Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. It's what, Michael did you, it's, uh, what did you think? And so they were a little Timon. shocked. By the amount of uh, crotches uh, appearing and, and and shifting around, I suppose. So you know what you signed up for, Disney. I know, I know. Well, so <laughs> apparently, it did go through a process, though. It went through a lot of people. They were they, they essentially hid it from Disney because they knew, like, uh oh, we're having issues with this right. thing. So they hid it as long as they could. Try, kept trying to rework it until finally Disney saw it, and they're like, oh yeah, you need to fix this. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, there, there's a lot to, there's a lot of dancing in this thing. It's, oh yeah. The, the second half of the movie is almost entirely just a dance routine. I mean, you know? that, that's what I was there for. The first half of the movie is me getting immersed, getting yeah. in gear, being transported into space. And the rest of it is a musical. Yeah. Yeah. The, one, one of the biggest issues, uh, at least according to Defunctland, was the, the people at Disney, uh, the sort of suits at Disney were a bit nervous because, uh, the, you know, Captain EO is supposed to be the commander of this ship. Mm -hmm. And when you think commander, you think someone with like a, a big presence who's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to order people around and be able to take charge. And then you get Michael Jackson. Who's, who's like, he's a very, <laughs> he's a very soft-spoken uh, individual. Yes. And so. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to cure you with the power of love. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not as intimidating <laughs> as I think they wanted. And so, I mean, ultimately you can't change that. It's Michael Jackson. No. You know, he's not going to have a big booming voice. You can't, you can't manufacture um, that on MJ. But, it's not happening. But he can thrust with the best of them. So, uh, yeah, he, he has powers in other ways. So, <laughs> um, 
they they eventually, you know, they they kind of all they sort of took what they had, they made what they could out of it, added some uh, some special effects to it, some sound effects, and uh, it turned out okay. It turned out okay. It's a, it's a fun film. It's very much a relic of the eighties, though. Oh, like a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's like the epitome. It's like someone. To me, it looks like someone went and saw the movie Aliens, like James Cameron's <laughs> Aliens, and we're like, we're going to re reuse these sets and uh, make a, a dance video out of it. And uh, I can't. I think you're being too generous. Sidebar, Alien, one of my favorite movies oh, of all time. So I'm sitting here trying to imagine the cockpit where they're <laughs> in the building and Michael Jackson's dancing. Yeah. It just didn't compute with me. No, no. It'd be, yeah, you see like Michael Jackson come out one of like the, the power loaders or yeah, something. Like that would be. Loader. I would be down with that. You know, Ripley shows up and, you know, bring the cat out and like Newt's dancing around. Yeah. <laughs> see, you could do you could do a mashup of some nature, I think. I want to see some of that fan art. I want to see That'd Ripley and Captain EO hanging out. Oh my out. god, best Stark. And oh. she's like, and, you know, Ripley would have been like, I could have just danced and saved everyone instead. I had to, Dance you know. and romance the Queen Xenomorph. It would have yeah. been the end of the movie. Yeah. So many people. Bishop would have been fine. But no, instead, you know, it was just Jonesy and Newt and, and Ripley got out. <laughs> That would have, it would have been a lot more simple if, yeah, if she different would have known time, different that. Time. You know, that the, was the 70s. The queen is beautiful. The queen is beautiful. You just have to use the power of music to unlock it. That's that's what it was. Uh, so uh, ultimately, uh, you know, obviously Michael Jackson passed away mm -hmm. in, the, uh, the summer, in, in the summer of 2009. And uh, around then, apparently in late 2009, they brought some of the Jackson family and some of his close friends back out to Disneyland and actually showed Captain EO again. And it was sort of up in the air if they wanted to bring it back. And ultimately, with the family giving their their praise for it and giving their okay with it, they brought back Captain EO as a tribute. And so the Captain EO tribute then opened in 2010, the summer of 2010, and all the parks again, literally all four of them opened back up again. And I'm assuming that's when he actually got to see the yeah. show, right? Yeah. See, I remember seeing this at Epcot when I was a kid. Uh, I, I, like sometime in the early 90s, I would imagine, is when I saw it. I wish. Because yeah. like when it brought back, uh, they didn't have all of the same elements because mm -hmm. the theater was updated from Honey's. So it was really cool. But I think I saw it at least two or three times when they brought it back for oh, the wow. tribute. My mom is a huge MJ fan. So oh, really? We went back so many times. I <laughs> I would just go back in because I just wanted to hear the song. And like Spotify wasn't a thing then. <laughs> so, you know, if you didn't have the album, you were kind of just hanging out. Yeah. Um, it It's, I don't know, for me, I, I just enjoy so many of the live performances that are at Disney. Like Lion mm. King is so good. Good. Oh yeah, but then you have a lot of the movie ones, which are really, really awesome, and I felt like this was a good mesh between the two. Mm -hmm. Like it was the first sit and watch that wasn't a Bug's Life that <laughs> I can't stand. Um, that had me in it, where I'm like, wow, this is for me. And I don't know, maybe just being a Black American, but having MJ at Disney, yeah. that was the cream of the crop yeah. for us. And not so. only like him and his prime too. It like was that's... him and his mother effing prime. <laughs> I'm was just like, saying, like this literally fell between Thriller and Bad, which are like two of the best albums ever. You got you know? him right between making another album. Like, <laughs> like you were lucky well, MJ not, had time. Not only that, this I, this was a fun fact I had pulled for later, but uh, so the two songs, there are two original songs that were made for this movie, which were We Are Here to Change the World, which is like the first one, mm -hmm. and then Another Part of Me, which actually ended up landing on the Bad album. They, they sort of polished it and remixed it and put it on the Bad album, and that ended up getting a single. Mm -hmm. So it started in this movie and, and ended up becoming its own single. So, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Like that's I, awesome. I can't imagine that has happened ever no, since that's or the before. That's 30 million budget right there. It's two <laughs> Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> nice, nice. But, uh, but yeah, so Captain EO opened it up in, in summer of 2010 and then ran for a few years. It's now closed down again. It ran for about almost four or five years yeah, after kind of reopening. And now it's all been shut down and replaced by other things like the, like there's a Pixar preview thing and like a Pixar short thing at Epcot right now. 
And um, so it, it's kind of gone. You can still see it all over on YouTube, though. There's some there's some, you know, various rips of it. It did air on MTV one time sometime really? in the 90s. They actually uh. just ran the whole thing in the 90s. And um, yeah, but uh, BK, <laughs> if you would like to now, would you like to go back in time either to the, we can, do you want to go to the 80s or to the 2010s oh, to watch Captain EO with me? Let's go back to the 80s. Let's go back to the 80s. All right. This is going to be interesting. You've never, you, I'm going to take you back in time to a, a time when <laughs> you didn't exist, which is, I don't know how that'll work exactly. I'm but excited. Let's go. Okay. We haven't, I haven't done this with you before. So let's see how this works. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. <clears throat> BK! Hi, Jack. Hey, BK, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Well, you're not Jeff. I don't know where Jeff is right now. No, that's... he's stuck in the bathroom, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, okay, well, that's fine. Well, let's, are you ready to go and see a show with me, BK? Yes. Okay, we're at Epcot here in Florida oh in the in the late 80s. Oh my goodness, this is groovy. <laughs> no, that's that was the 70s, wrong oh, decade. Oh no, crap. That's okay, that is radical. It's radical. radical, radical. There you go, you can say that. That was that was an 80s thing. But here we are at Epcot. We're gonna go over to the, uh, that was not the Magic Eye Theater, that was Disney. We're gonna go over to the, like the Imagination Pavilion. Are you ready to go to Imagination Pavilion? Yes, I'm ready. My feet uh, hurt, but I'm in this. There's a show here, BK. We're gonna see a show. A show? No way. Starring Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. No way. It's called Captain EO. We're gonna see it. Are you ready? Oh, my body's right, ready. Let's get inside. Okay, we're in the theater now. And okay, okay. the lights are going down. All right, here we go. Yeah, but, okay. oh, wow. oh my gosh, we're in space, BK. Space. We're in space. And there's an asteroid, and there's a narrator. He's like, Captain EO is taking his, his he's, he's in trouble. Like, the commander doesn't like him, but he's got one more mission and him and his, his uh, ragtag band of people are going to save the universe. Save the universe, Jack. We're going to save the universe. Something like that. Okay, we're on We're on the ship now. We're on the ship now. And like, oh, there's a two-headed, like, monkey-looking thing. I don't what know what that is. What is that? that? And then, look, it's Hooter. It's Hooter. Hooter. He's, he's like an elephant crossed like an anteater. That's weird. And the little weird. flying is thing. A, is that a robot, Jack? That, that, I don't know. That's, those are people in suits, possibly. I'm not sure exactly. All right. On the, okay, and they're like, oh, wait, we were getting close to the planet, but we can't trip the intrusion alarm. They tripped the intrusion oh, alarm. Oh, not the alarm. Oh, no. Oh, no, and Major Domo and Minor Domo were like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you did that. one job. Like, the captain's going to be upset. And they're like, where's the star maps? Hooter ate the star map. Hooter. Oh, no. Oh, wait, well, here comes that captain. Oh, look at him. He's so cool. He's so. It's Captain Eo. It's Captain Eo. It's Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Oh, no. He's like, we're in trouble. We've got to make sure we do this right. And then everything everything goes crazy. And then the commander shows up on the little voice screen. And he's like, Captain Eo, what's going on? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Everything's okay. And he's like, oh, okay, here. And then they're going to land. They're going to the planet now, BK. Oh, they're going to the planet? What does they're, the planet look like? It's a, it's kind of a sad place. It's called a trench world, uh, BK. Trench world. It's, very, it's kind of very Star Wars-esque, which is, I don't understand why it would be Star Wars-esque. Is George Lucas involved this with this? It's confusing. Maybe. It does look like it. They're going it, for a trench part? run. Ah, look at them. Look at them going through. Okay. And the, the commander's like, what's going on? Like, ah, and everything's going bad. And the Hooter threw an egg at the Hooter! commander. Hooter! What's going on? Okay, now they're crashing. That's not oh, good. They gotta be careful. We're gotta gonna be fall, careful. Jack. Jack. Uh, you didn't tell me we were gonna fall out of space. You didn't tell me we were gonna fall out of space. Ah! Oh, okay, we landed. And not only that, but we landed <sighs> right in front of the, the beacon where we were supposed to go. So that worked awesome. out perfectly. We are legends. We did it. We did it. Okay, awesome. Now, okay, let's get out. We've got to go find the supreme leader and, and help her. We're giving her a present. We okay, be quiet. Okay, no, everyone be, be very, very sneaky. We're walking around Trisha. Oh, no, we've been caught. Oh, they found us. Oh, oh no. We, okay, no. they're taking us to the supreme commander. That's or supreme leader. No, supreme, supreme commander is a video leader. game. Supreme leader. Okay, and so she's like, oh, and she, she's floating from the sky, but she's really pretty, but evil. She's evil. She's very and she's evil. all like, ah, and he's like, and she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a hundred years of punishment. And oh. Captain Eo's like, that's cool, I'll take it. Which is, <laughs> he's just very fine about that. He's like, but first, come on, 
on, Captain like, EO. I want to give you a present. She goes, give it to me. And he's like, I can't give it to you. But I, or he's like, you can't only see it. You can hear it. And I, it's weird. And she's like, what? And then. Wait, uh, the presents are items? Wait, it's not an item? I'm confused, Jack. Uh, well, she she was very, very confused, too. But then all the robots turn into musical instruments. Oh, they're, they're turning into like a drum kit and music and gosh. everything. But then Hooter knocked it over and broke it. Oh, God. And now she's she's sending more bad guys to just get him. And then he's like, wait a minute. Hooter fixed it. And now music's playing and he's dancing. Oh, my goodness. They're transforming. Look at them in their pretty outfits. Wait, <laughs> wait. Is this going to be Jack? Jack. What? 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 It's going to be a musical number. It's going to be a musical it's number. It's going to be a musical number. Oh, look at oh, him. Look at him dancing. He's getting it. He's doing oh, it. Oh, he's doing the thing. And the Supreme Leader, she's like, what? I've never seen dancing before. Oh, my Everything goodness. Everything is supposed to be black and white, and this is all They don't colorful. dance on this planet. They don't dance. And look they don't at him dancing. They don't have music on this planet. Watch, oh, watch out. He's going to thrust. Oh, oh he's, he's thrusting. thrusting. He's, he's thrusting. thrusting. Be careful. Okay. And so he's dancing around, and, and like she's like, oh, I don't like this. And everyone's really excited for it. And then she's like, wait, wait. Okay. And just lots and lots of dancing. There's so much thrusting. <laughs> oh, so much dancing. Exponential amounts of thrust. But then she sends out her big baddies. It's oh, the whip guys. No. And he's like, wait a minute. My dancing is not affecting the whip guys. They're deflecting oh, no. my dancing. And so they eventually, they're like coming after him. And all the other dancers, they run away. Oh, no. They're scared. Is all hope lost, Jack? Uh-oh. And now oh, he's, he's been trapped. And now he's fighting it. But wait, his little flying buddy, his little flying buddy ties ties little ropes oh, together. Oh, the homies coming and in they get, they get captured. And then all of a sudden, he uses his magic and he converts them. Now they're dancing. Oh, they're dancing too. They're dancing. Everyone's dancing. And the, the queen. She's like, what? And then, so look, he's he's still oh, dancing around. He's got oh, so much music power in him. He's got the music power and in he's his got a, soul. He's got a magic shirt that changes colors. Oh, look like it's rainbows. Oh, my goodness. And look, his magic is making him float now. Music makes you fly. Music is the ultimate power. <laughs> I need it. And now he flies up, and then he shoots her with his music lasers. Music lasers. And then she's going to come down. And look, he's converted the whole planet now. And now, instead of this big, creepy world, it's a real big, like, beautiful planet. Oh, my goodness. And it's gorgeous. In here. And now she looks like Angelica Houston instead of some weird, like, black and white robot lady. She's beautiful. So pretty. And when it's did like, she get here? He turned it into a Greek world for some reason. Now everyone's dancing again. It's a new song. Oh, it's it's a just new song. another part of me. And everyone's happy. And they all live that ever after. And he just dances his way. And he's like, hey, everyone, we can change the world via music. And then he waves goodbye. And the little floating thing goes away. And they've left. And they did it. They saved the planet, BK. We've done it. We we <gasps> helped. We saved the planet from uh from I guess not having music and dancing. And well, now they do. Sad planet. And we did it! Yay! We did it! I'm alive. Ah. was a uh, radical. <laughs> Very, very <laughs> radical. That is Captain EO, the ride. Let's see, what, what fun facts. Thank you very much for joining me back in the <laughs> well, 80s. Thank Hopefully you for we'll, taking we'll, me back in We'll time. take you back to the 80s. Um, so... Uh, what else? I know, yeah, I pretty much nailed all this stuff. The one fun fact is Captain EO. Do you know what the origin of Captain EO? No. So the origin of Captain EO is actually the Greek god Eros, which I believe was the god of dance, maybe, really? or love, something along those lines. <laughs> and so it got shortened from Eros down to EO. That makes sense. So, yeah, wow. so that's where it came from. And so it's better than Star Lord. A little better than Star Lord. Yeah, that doesn't make as much sense. No. But uh, but yeah, so that's it. That was Captain EO, and um, I implore you to watch. Go watch it online. It's it's. It's, it's definitely dated. It's definitely dated. Um, it's fun, I, Jack. Don't tell me something yeah. I love is dated. I, I mean, don't want to hear it. It's, it's it's 17 minutes. You can sit through that. It's no problem. But it is definitely one of those things where you watch it, and there's a lot of dancing. Mm -hmm. 
and there's not a whole lot of it's just kind of like the beat, which is very much like this '80s beat. It's like doom 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 doom, and there's just not a lot of backing to it. It's just like. Wow, that was music in the eighties, or you know, it's deconstructed, Jack. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a new age wave. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But uh, yeah, the the whole thing was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I I love these kinds of shows. I love I love theater shows and, and theme parks. Not only that, because you know, when you get to Florida or California and it gets pretty hot, it's nice to oh, yeah. take a little like 20, 30 minute break and sit inside some air conditioning 100%. and you know watch a fun show. Um, that's sort of your go to for your like your hall of presidents. It's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go oh, hall of presidents. Sit, sit down. I, you you. See still go through that yeah i did it not too long ago that's actually. crazy couldn't be me yeah no no no, no. i just skip past america and the world showcase <laughs> i don't stay there. oh no no that's that's the american experience oh so, see i'm confusing ha- them no hall of presidents is over at magic, in magic kingdom. kingdom okay yeah. well still i don't you know there's thunder mountain that way yeah and I just, yeah it's, it's kind of in between haunted mansion and all the good stuff the good but stuff. Uh, it's definitely a good place to sit down and cool <laughs> off yeah You're no right. the american experience we'll do an episode on that someday oh. that is one of the weirdest it attractions is so it is so dated, and uh, it's very much America, you know, hurrah. America. And, and at, at one point, they do mention the Native Americans, and basically it's really weird where, like, the get out, get out, the, get out. the chief comes out, curses everyone, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other story. Captain EO, though, um, obviously it's it's a fantastic thing. I, I love it a whole lot. I miss the show, and uh, I'm glad you got to see it at, at some point. Yeah, so. I didn't even realize it was gone after it was gone because it was there for so long. So Yeah, it was, it was back for about five years. That's which, wild yeah, to me. Yeah. I, I mean, it means that so many people did get a chance to see it. I'm super grateful. I don't know if I have a more favorite sit and watch show really that one okay. i think about it all right well we'll have to go through there's a, there, you know there's a few out there so we'll find some for you see we'll show you some new ones yeah and uh one thing i do wonder if they ever his shirt he has on so he has like a white t-shirt this and it has like a sort of like a, like a brush stroke but it's like it's multiple colors yeah. it's a really cool shirt i wonder if they ever release that just for sale because I love that I kind of stuff. It. I love, I love, you know, merchandise that looks like it's just, a, it's a cool piece. And if you know what it is, it's like, oh, that's a Captain EO shirt. Otherwise, like, oh, it's just kind of a cool shirt. Totally. I wonder if they ever did anything like if, if they ever if, released if that. If you find it, Jack, okay. you better let me know. All right, I'll let you know. I'm sure, I'm sure someone on Etsy has it. But, oh, guaranteed. But guaranteed. I'm, I'm curious if there ever was like an official version of it. So, but that's going to do it for our look at Captain EO, the attraction. We do, uh, we have some mail here. So, you know, every, every week I say like, hey, if you want to mail us stuff, you can mail it to us at annual care of rooster teeth 1901 east 51st street austin texas 78723 and we ask for postcards we always ask for people to send in postcards because oh, like cute. it's the easiest thing you know we go to yeah. a theme park get a postcard mail it off to us so we got a few postcards here i'll read a couple of them we have this really pretty one here it's the the, the disneyland oh, castle it's, so it's uh this one is from megan plock says hello you asked for postcards so how about one mail from disneyland hope all you're doing well and i love the show literate potato on the rt site and that's megan thank you very much megan for that and ultimately you can see we're slowly adding stuff behind us if you're yes. watching this at youtube.com slash annual pass we've got a little shelf that we're starting to add some things to and so ultimately we're going to have a wall of all of our postcards here's another one we've got uh this is from travis k it's the outlaw Ooh. attractions a wooden coaster um, it says the outlaw, a mountain of timber with nine heart stopping drops and 12 sharp shooting turns ride experience. Unlike any other wood coaster in Adventureland in Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. I didn't know about that. Hi, Jack and Jeff. We'll say hi, Jack and BK. Uh, please enjoy this nice picture of the second best coaster at Adventureland. The best is the mount, the monster, but they didn't have a postcard for that one. I love the podcast and I'm looking forward to meeting the RDRC in person at the 2023 Disney world marathon weekend. Travis K. Thank you very much, Travis. Do you know what the RDRC is? No, put me no? on. Oh, my gosh. Well, you, you say that now. Let me explain what it is oh, okay. before you say yes. Buckling so up. 
uh, one of the one of the cool things that has happened with Annual Pass uh, since you know been running it is in January I did the Walt Disney World Marathon. Oh right? yeah, I remember that. Yeah, had a lot of fun went out there. You're crazy. I'm, yeah, it was it was you know I I turned forty and I got to do something Wild. to save myself. So <laughs> I ran a marathon and I started talking about it on the podcast and I found there was a lot of people that are interested in doing stuff like that too, like you know running and if cool. I, if, I, if Jack can do it, anyone can do it. Mm-mm. And so on our Discord server, we started up the Rope Drop Running Club. So we have the RDRC, the Rope Drop Running Club, wow. and we've got a bunch of members in there now. Wow. And not only that, we have about 20 of us are going to be doing the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend in January. Oh, my god! So gosh. we have a big group, including like, I want to say it's almost 15 of us running the marathon. Oh, how sick. So it's going to be pretty great. So I'm doing what is called the, the Dopey Challenge. There are four races over marathon weekend. There's a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon. I'm doing all four of them. You're buck wild, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> what what did you have in your drink this morning? I know, I know. I it's it's uh it's something that I've uh I've I've been I I did the marathon, had a blast. And I was like, you know what? I want to see if I can push this and do the big one because I felt like I did the I did the marathon and you were good. I I I, I did okay, and okay. so and I've got a year to train for it, and so COVID's I, I had COVID for a bit, so like my training's a little bit behind, but I'm excited to go now, especially running with other people. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, so, I can only imagine. Yeah, so. I mean, I'd be there with the water <laughs> yeah. on the ride. You could do well. You could go to Main Street USA and I'll <laughs> and run I'll down Main Street. You on. Yeah. I'll be there with my little camera. Yeah. Get you there on the IG Live. And you can spot all the other, the other RDRC the, people. Yes, that would yeah. be awesome. Okay, well, in January. Make plans Ooh, to go out to Florida in January. Mark my calendar. But uh, yeah, so they're part of that and that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, not only that, so speaking of a lot of fun, we have an event coming up in July that a bunch of people can come to. It's RTX. Yes. Which I am very, very pumped for. Not only that, but we are going to have an annual pass panel at RTX. <gasps> So cool. It's annual pass goes to Japan. Wait, what? Yeah, we're taking everyone to Japan. We were going to Japan? Yes, kind of. I'm excited. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be me taking you and Jeff and the audience to Japan. Holy cow. Yeah. It's an interactive panel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's amazing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Gesundheit. So uh, if you want to check that out, go to rtxevent.com. Tickets are still available. Come out to Austin July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And uh, not only that, I'm going to be doing, or my friend DJ Jonk is going to be playing some music. We've got Ooh. Theater Mode Live. We've got a big exhibition hall. We've got a lot of cool stuff happening at RTX this year. So rtxevent.com, grab tickets now. Come meet us. Say hi. We'll sign stuff for you, whatever you want to do. It's going to be a lot of fun. So check that out. And I've got one last letter here. Uh, this one, I, I'm more than anything, I'm curious because it came with a vial of water. So it says, uh, hi, Jack and Jeff, or BK. Uh, I just got back from Disney World and wanted to send you all a, co- a care package. I've included postcards. And I hope you don't have yet, as well as waterlogged maps. So they sent us over some maps that obviously have been hit with water and whatnot. That's great. Including a really cool Mickey Mouse like postcard oh, that's wow. like lenticular. It's the 50th anniversary Mickey Mouse. Um, finally, my personal favorite, a vial of water from the Jungle Cruise. My brother and I felt so devious filling up a bottle while on the ride. Next time, we're definitely getting Pirate's Water. That is Pirate's pretty water, great. Pirate's Water, stop. So we have a vial of water from... It is an actual teeny bottle. Yeah. Like, this is And wild. there's, like, stuff in it, too. Just that's, debris. That's... I don't know. I don't drink this, okay? Don't, no, 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 no. That's you, really you gross. You sandy after that. I got you, okay? <laughs> so thank you uh, very, very much. Uh, goes out to... Uh, Alana, thank you very much, Alana and your brother for doing this. And they sent over a really, really lovely letter. I'll continue to read. So uh, thank you again. Sent over some park maps. I love me some park maps. Oh, yeah. And I uh, got some Hollywood Studios one. This one. So it's been soaked in water. That's what's going on with it. It feels a bit funky. But 
that's all right. And speaking of park maps, one thing we do is every episode I ask a question of the the pass holders, the people listening to the podcast, and uh, you answer it in, in our comments over at roosterteeth.com. And then during our live streams, we do monthly live streams where we kind of catch up with the audience stuff. We'll go over some of the answers and we'll pick someone at random and mail them an autograph theme park oh, map. Oh, how awesome. So that, that being said, you got to sign a whole bunch of maps for us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get that done soon. So my question for you this week before we wrap the episode is what artist or band would be in a sequel to Captain EO? Like, what would you like to see? What artist or band would you like to see in a sequel to Captain EO? Oh my gosh, that, yeah. is, that is wild. It could be fun. I mean, th think about it. It's like the future is like, you know, Captain EO has gone on to do other things. Maybe it's like, I don't know, Captain Thor or something. I, don't know, I have some... a crazy pick, Jack. Oh, what's that? What, what's your pick? Jonas Brothers. <laughs> They've been to the year 3000. That's true. That is Not true. Not much has changed, but they live underwater. Mm. There's the sequel right there, Jack. They're underwater in space, Captain Ego. Is, is that Captain Ego? Ego. Ego. <laughs> Captain Ego. I, I appreciate son. that. <laughs> Man. Okay. Okay. I mean, you've got kind of an avatar thing going That's here. Where it's like you start on the, you know, on the first one is the, the planet, second one's in the water. Everyone okay. loves a water level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe. But no. uh, yeah. So if you have an idea of who should be in the sequel to Captain EO, leave it, leave it in a comment over at roosterteeth.com. And when we do our live stream in July, we'll go through and we'll pick a winner and we'll, we'll send you an autograph park map. So uh, that's pretty great. But that's going to do it for today. And uh, BK, do you feel like you learned anything today on today's episode? I learned that we like a lot of the same things. Yeah, and we're I very had similar. no idea how much went into the BTS of it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that is wild. There's a, there's a ton of great stuff. If you like, if you want more information on Captain EO, obviously there is a, a, a like an official making of documentary that's like 45 minutes long starring Whoopi Goldberg. That's on YouTube. Uh, Defunct Land did a great video on it as well. Check that out, too. So uh, if you want more information on that, it's, it's awesome. And also, so just watch the video on YouTube too. So, but that'll do it for this week. Again, thank you everyone for watching and listening to the podcast. We do appreciate you. Make sure to share this with your friends because these podcasts live and die based on word of mouth. So please let everyone you know that, hey, this is a podcast that I enjoy listening to. And also we've got a new co-host. We got BK in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So spread some love yes, for her. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Exactly, exactly. But we'll be back next week for even more. Uh, we've got some interviews coming up. We've got some fun things coming up pretty soon. So come back and BK, you'll be back with us for more episodes. Yes. And uh, until then, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.